Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Rivas, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. For this episode, we have Emma Kupu Mitchell back again. Um, I'm sure you all want to listen more about Emma and her beautiful work. She did an amazing job reading the birth chart of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. And she is one of my favorite spiritual entrepreneurs. I've known Emma for many, many years, and I've always loved all her offerings because they are they were always very soul-inspired and very inspiring. And I'm a big, huge fan. So thank you, Emma, for joining us for another episode. Gosh, you're welcome. I'm blushing here, Michelle, but thank you. It's always a pleasure to be back. Thank you for having me back. Oh, yes, yes. It was a must because we got to hear about the podcast and the potential and possibilities of the podcast. But I want to talk about and share with our listeners more about you and your business and the evolution of your business for the many years you've been an entrepreneur in many different ways, shapes, and forms, and incarnations. So what is your focus now, and what are you dreaming up, or what are you back in the lab creating? (laughs) Yes, I know, kind of my little toolbox, my, my apothecary toolbox. Yes. In my mind, I'm seeing you in like a little hut, a magical hut with little bottles and, you know, herbs and all these magical things. And and then I'm picturing you like putting things together, grabbing different modalities and tools. And I'm so curious as to what's the latest and newest thing that you're up to and you're creating yeah, well, let's, I think, I mean, as a, as an, a spiritual entrepreneur and a mother, right, and a wife and a daughter and a tutu, and, you know, <laughs> we all have these roles, don't we? I'm sure many of your, your listeners are in that situation like you and I are. And if we backtrack two years, we all know that the Rona, the Corona, I mean, everybody on the world got kind of woken up in a different way but I think as a, as a business owner and a spiritual entrepreneur you think what the heck so you know we hear the word pivot and how we all could choose really a new direction because 
we have to, right, in some ways. So two years ago, Michelle, I mean, my, my work and my focus of my business was really out there. I incorporated a lot of my yoga vinyasa and yoga nidra in different yoga studios around Oahu and I would combine that with sound meditation so it was in person nourishing spaces that I would hold weekly actually and I would have people for personal healing sessions here in in my home my hale with combining sound healing reiki hands-on healing so that obviously all stopped overnight as for all of us a lot with our businesses the in-person so I took a moment as we all did and realized that how can my website and how can my work support myself and you know my my family and those in need so i actually set up an online membership through the kajabi website so that platform was really great i had i just interestingly moved from a wordpress website to kajabi just as covid and the pandemic hit and grounded everybody And I was figuring it out. And it was one of those nudges that I thought, well, let's create just an online community. So all my clients that had been seeing me weekly in the yoga studios now were meeting on Zoom and on that (laughs) platform. So I set up a monthly membership that was a similar price to what they would be paying if they came in person. But then there would be additional benefits that the sound meditation would be recorded and they'd have a little video of you know the moon and and some astrology woven in and some plant medicine and so it, it kind of moved to an online community now fast track today two years later that community is still going called the inner sanctuary But obviously, who I am is not quite who I was back in 2020. (laughs) You know, my life, you know, because your youngest daughter's just graduated. My youngest daughter is fleeing the nest and graduated (laughs) high school. So here I go in quotation marks. I've become an empty nester or soon to be overnight, really. And she's moving out to England for, for university. So going to just be me and my husband and my work (laughs) so so you've actually caught me right on this interesting transitional time again and do you find that with I mean with yourself that I think as an entrepreneur the importance of keeping the energy and the momentum and the aliveness going is very very vital for what I share it's vital for me to not get stale and stagnant and it's also I I trust it be vital for my clients that you know they also are getting an authentic version and energy and support from me of where I'm at so I very much show up I'm very transparent as you know most of my clients know that Lily is going off to to university and and my dad has been journeying with his health over the last five years and 
is again a, a challenging space with his physical health. So, and then, you know, my mother-in-law is by herself on Hawaii Island. So we're in this interesting space as a mid-lifer, mid-50s, <laughs> empty nester, and yet, you know, my distractions and my pull is with parents that are nearing end of life, you know, that transitional part of life. It's just a very pivotable point in my personal life and in my business mm-hmm. so I know I feel like I've been waffling on but when you ask that question where am I now in my business well it's at a point of transition because mm-hmm. the the inner sanctuary is still definitely a very big part of my my work and I love it the community feeds me just as much as as hopefully I feed feed them but there's an up leveling and a realization of this midlife transitional part of and particularly for women that how can I show up and be of deep support and and medicine for this specific genre and niche in my work and for myself actually because Mm -hmm. I'm always learning and growing and shifting and I sense I don't fully know yet but that there's going to be kind of more of an a la carte need to add more to the online community and in my work to bring in and weave in more creative energy because I'm going through who am I now that Lily's going off to college, university, and how can I show up more for myself in this part of my life? And what brings me the most joy? And it's a deep kind of, and so I can show up in the healing support from for my mum and dad and, and my mother-in-law and, and my husband without draining myself of my own energy so yeah it's just a very interesting part but I sense there's a creative process that's moving through me and I'm looking at the cycles of astrology that show up in midlife right the Uranus the the outer planets the transpersonal planets so you know Uranus and Neptune and Pluto, the non-visible planets become more visible and of a support in midlife. And so that's where I'm at. How am I going to redefine midlife? Because it's not that sexy. If you Google midlife and the translation for it, it's like it's over. I'm like, no, it's not over. It's just beginning. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It's almost like your second life. Or you're, because it's filled with so many possibilities, a new kind of freedom that yeah. you had a sense of freedom that you had before you were the wife, the mother, caring for parents, being pulled in so many directions at once. It's, it's a beautiful time in your life where you can, where you now have a newfound sense of freedom, you have possibilities, you could pick up different hobbies or different interests, or or you can even do what you always wanted to, that maybe previously you've, 
you found yourself in a certain kind of career, you became a wife, a mother, and you just kind of went along the traditional trajectory. But for people like us who are interested in the woo and the metaphysical and all things that are unseen and mystical, maybe this is your time to to honor that side of you and to explore that side of you. So I think that's it's a beautiful a beautiful time yeah um, very yeah. very much so you're right that second half of life and I hear your lovely doggy going yes 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 <laughs> we're supporting go 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 right and we have to pay attention to the the messengers and I we actually live quite near a, a hospital here in IA so I had to mute myself because the ambulance but I pay attention to the external noises that are there for the timing's interesting isn't it there's almost like the yes we all need more of that I think the deeper questions you're right you know that first part of life well personally you know we've a lot to prove there's a lot of searching and building and creating for you know a a home or a career or job or work or whatever that is but then 40s 50s we begin to go well actually there's a deeper value and meaning to living right and it shifts the reef the focusing of what what is really valuable and important and then who am i who 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 am i on a deeper level now that i've lived 40 50 years of my life and and how do i choose to maybe deepen that and obviously there's the physical aspects because the fluffiness piles on, right? So there's, yeah, there's a, and the heat kicks in, our power surges, aka menopause, and the redefining of the physical aspects. So, you know, I'm looking at how can I really offer what I would love for, right? More of the yoga, the flexibility, the nutrition, and then the soul awareness of, okay, how can my birth chart up level in a slightly different way and offer insights that I might not have looked at maybe 10, 20, 30 years ago, but now I'm kind of ready to see who I am in in a new way, putting new lenses, new glasses on Michelle. Mm -hmm. I think that's beautiful because you've almost come to a point in your life where you've been before that possibility. Oh, kind of similar to where Lily is now, where she's going off and quote, unquote, adulting and going to school, making choices about her future and these very pivotal moments where the possibility for transformation is ripe. And that's similar to where you are in your life, but from a different, in a way, elevated aspect, kind of like a spiral, the sacred geometry of the spiral, how it has come back to a similar point, but now it is elevated as if like an octave higher. So it reminds me of, the astrology, whereas, you know, each time we hit the different points of the elements, we are transformed, we have learned, we have wisdom, we have gained experience. I'll give an example for the cancer. We have, okay, how am I feeling? What 
I feel this, I am relating to that, I'm reacting this way. So it's the emotions, you know, very much about ourselves, what we're experiencing. And then we have the Scorpio, which is, okay, now I'm dealing with someone else. And, and I'm going to do the deep dive because when I am dealing with others, I am also learning more about myself. And it deals with emotions and relations and going deeper within. Then you come out and you have the Pisces, which is very much more humanitarian about others, about expanding your perception of the world, of community, of harmony, of consciousness. So midlife is, I see it's very much kind of traversing and experiencing and moving along the wheel, along the different experiences and how you are growing and changing and adapting. And then what do you want to create now? So I find it so fascinating that you're creating something that's kind of still percolating or gestating of what you want to offer to help support others who are maybe seeing this as a scary or sad time in their life it's beautiful yeah I mean you I love that thank you for sharing that kind of octave through the it's a great a great analogy and it's a gift isn't it? it's an invitation that it's not the end you know that it <laughs> it may seem that things are kind of drooping and constricting and changing and the gravity is moving in a slightly different way which it is but then turning it into the gift and the wisdom and the experience the lived experience is such great medicine and then choosing from that elevated space that okay you're right there's similarities with lily at 18 because the the rest of her life is is open these new opportunities and learning and growing and traveling but the same here right for empty nesters or or people that are are in this transitional period of change what choices are you going to make yeah so i am looking at 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 my own chart because I'm you know I think I learn I'm that perpetual student so the learning and the growing and then sharing that and teaching that that's often my my Sagittarius ascendant right I was thinking <laughs> of as the teacher and the student it's very much me and I it's interesting because my twin sister you know I have a twin sister we're 22 minutes apart in our chart so there's a little nuances that are different but Obviously, we have the same sun sign, Taurus, and our moon is in Scorpio, and our rising sign is Sagittarius. So looking at that and how, how are we choosing to play out our joys? And I had that conversation with, with my sister Fiona of what did we love to do when we were younger? I think there is often a reflection, right, and a looking back of who was I? you know, when I, I had more freedom and seemingly the rest of our life ahead of us. Well, we're just looking back, but from that elevated point and saying, well, yeah, I do love travel is important. And the creativity, I actually pushed that down. I really said, no, I, you know, what is that? And so I'm re-looking really at that, that 
creativity can be many, many forms. And I'm choosing to do a lot of mine through visual journaling. It's not really about the end product, but living, you know, moving paint on paper and journaling from that space of my feelings, the emotions that are coming up and putting symbols and images and words from magazines and collaging. And it's really therapeutic, Michelle. Mm-hmm. It's medicine. Yeah. So I think that might weave its way in as well. And I, um, I love that it it fulfills your Taurian sensuality. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's all about feeling good, right? Yes. Yeah, and the tangibility of, yeah, honoring the pleasure Mm -hmm. without feeling guilty. Yes, yes. And it reminds me of love letters, like old-fashioned love letters where, uh, you remember Greece, where I think Sandy is going to write a love letter, and then the other character, I forgot her name, she was very spicy and very sensual said oh wait and then she sprays the perfume on the paper so it has a scent of you know and we both know that the scent kind of ties into memory it just popped into my head a love letter I love with, that. with the scent with some I, kind of scent tied to it because that's very much I think of you I think of aromatherapy and your tinctures yeah, I love that. And we take that with us, don't we? I mean, I know it's interesting you said that because, you know, Lily just said goodbye to Tutu, who is 85 on Hawaii Island. And we don't know when she'll see Tutu again, but she said, Tutu, I'm going to be your pen pal. I'm going <laughs> to write you a love letter on a postcard from England because she has an old fashioned phone and she can't do FaceTime or, you know, it's an old fashioned phone. And I said, that's wonderful, Lily. And on leaving, she said, I, I can smell tutu. I can taste the foods in Kohala. And that, it triggers the memory, right? Or a, a sound, even the a song on the, the radio or your playlist. So it's the same for me. And I actually did do my own grief and gratitude journal deep in mm. COVID. And I look at it on my bookshelf now and I it's a moment in time that holds so much looking at it. So it seems very simple, but I think it's a reclaiming of parts of us that we've forgotten or pushed away. You know, and at midlife we go, I can bring all that back. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. I'm going to. So watch this space. I'm not quite sure how that will play out or play through with what I offer but it's it's percolating the elixirs yeah (laughs) there's little bottles and there's bits of tinctures and plants are are brewing and who knows I'll maybe share in a few months time yes please do yes I can't wait to see what you create what you come up with I I know for sure it's going to be beautiful thank you me yeah. too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I love that. I love words, and words are beautiful. But sometimes, just the images and the subconscious messages or the subconscious memories that images hold is very powerful and so meaningful. That I think it's important too. Not only the words, but 
the images and the very that, much that so. evoke memory and yeah well Carl Jung I mean the psychotherapist right I mean he always said that the soul speaks in image and symbolism mm. so you know the mind if we go deeper to the unconscious part of us connects through images yeah and symbols so we get a different perspective and i i love that as you know my scorpio moon likes to go deep <laughs> yes yes very transformational very intuitive yeah. learning to trust right and what's yeah. hiding below mm -hmm. the surface right that, yes the, i know so we will see what's hiding behind the surface <laughs> i don't know i love it i love it oh and i just love what what lily said about this smelling and about tasting and the richness that she takes from her heritage from her from her family from from her elders yeah i mean gosh it's where they've come from right i mean that's the beautiful thing being for lily being part hawaiian and her english so she's you know mm -hmm. had the blessing of of living 18 years here in hawaii and now she's i mean she's chosen to explore her ancestral line in in england but how how do the two weave together so it, it's kind of a little role reversal because as you know you know me i kind of eloped 22 years ago <laughs> halfway across the world I'd, I'd come through a divorce and total change in business and up just left and came out here i mean i'd, I'd gone to barbados but my work brought me to the island and here we are that you know who would have thought i can see the freedom in bridging Hawaii and England for me as well and sharing that possibility through my work, Michelle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So even if you can't physically travel, you know, how can I bring that sense of travel and expanded freedom and learning through my work for others, maybe mm -hmm. bringing England to to them wherever you are in the world and that's the great thing isn't it about online and online business business has changed shape and form for many of us mm -hmm. and you are a wonderful example of pivoting in your business of going with the flow of trusting and accepting that you can create these offerings and you you don't have to you don't have that mindset where I have to do this. This is what I've done. This is what the people expect from me. I love that it it's an ever blooming flower where you can offer this and that and sometimes put it all together in a wonderful package that's magical and transformative and you can't get that from anywhere else or anyone else. So it's a very unique, very Emma Kupu Mitchell I want to say, and it's not like a product because that makes it sound very, very, you know, three-dimensional, 3D, but a creation. Yeah, you and, know me, the Taurus sun. I'm going to say buffet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
right or a chocolate box you know yes. when you go into a certain chocolate shop and you go I'll have a strawberry cream and a salted caramel and oh look there's the nut cluster and yeah that <laughs> you can personalize <laughs> you know you what the medicine really for the soul in the moment that you need it and and I'm I'm all about that I love choice mm. and I I think if we could all tune into honoring what we truly need right mm -hmm. our own desires and our pleasures and I, I I think it's often been you know viewed as a guilty pleasure or selfish I mean mm -hmm. it's changing those beliefs isn't it that actually yes. no you get to choose and if you fill your own cup we can give more from a filled cup than a half empty and yeah, that, that's where I am. And I think these pivot points, yeah, that it's choosing from anything is possible rather than a lack of fear and holding on. And, and I can hold on. You know that the tourist in me is like, oh, gosh, I'm a bit yeah. slow to change in some ways. But I, I think, you know, our planet and what's gone on has has offered that that's that's the gift that's come from it yes there's been a lot of challenges I'm, I'm not bypassing that but seeing it from a different perspective and you know there's other opportunities that we might not have have been able to look at before so here we are right yes and here you are you've off, offering the podcast which yes. is great I love it yeah, yeah, I, I felt very called to to create the podcast to help others. That's the motivating factor for me is that it's helpful and people find it entertaining and that they listen and it helps them in their life and business in some way, shape or form. So thank you so much for being my first guest. I, I'm so honored. And I just, I just love spending time with, spending time with you anyways. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And it's right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's reciprocated. Yes. So before we wrap up, I'm going to pull a card and it will be a message for our listeners for this episode. And we'll see what comes up. I chose the work your light oracle deck from Rebecca Campbell I love this deck because of course it says work your light which is be your light and shine and be yourself and let's see what comes up here so the card is a double mission channeling and uplifting humanity so let's read a little about that let me find it in the book here oh actually a little story about Rebecca Campbell I, I interviewed her with Christine Penzo and I had a podcast years ago oh my goodness yeah so she's from Australia and now lives in England and I know her deck and her artistry is beautiful actually but that's so funny you, you chose her deck so I'm all ears sorry for interrupting yeah, but I no. thought that was an interesting story right yes yeah. yeah and so the the card is called Pleiades 
and it's a double mission, channeling and uplifting humanity. Maidens are a group of star beings dedicated to raising the vibration of the planet and sharing new consciousness through creations and technology. They have been incarnating on Earth since near the beginning of humanity. So the message here is you are a soul who has a double mission to grow at soul level and to raise the vibration of the planet. If you have been called to write, speak, or channel, this is your sign to keep doing it. Your work is divinely guided. Of all the souls, Pleiadians are the chattiest. And so perhaps you have already started channeling some of this work into the third dimension. Thank you for doing your part in the great plan. Your presence and unique light is needed. So it says, hold the card to your heart. So you can just put your hand on your heart and breathe into these words. I call upon Pleiadian consciousness of the highest realms and the highest good of humanity to work through me. Let me be a channel for only the purest light of the essence of source. Let me channel in a way that also serves me. I love that message because it sounds a lot like where you are, Emma, in your journey, your spiritual entrepreneur journey of honoring yourself and being of service to others. Mm. And likewise, I had to giggle at the chattiness because here we are on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And And look at you launching yours. Yeah. The Pallades, that's interesting, often known as the Seven Sisters, right? Yes. So I know you launched your podcast, you know, you chose the 11.23 p.m. If people haven't listened to the first episode, yeah, go take a listen. But Michelle asked me to look at the birth chart and that the number 11.23 reduced to a seven. And that caught my attention that, oh, my gosh. So it's like a little spirit wink, this oracle card for you and the podcast as well. And and maybe in some way, the listeners that pay attention to your intuition, trust in, you know, those messages that you get in, in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And I think it's really important as entrepreneurs doing healing work and being very intuitive and energetically sensitive that oftentimes some of the the things that may work for other people in other types of online businesses or business in general might not necessarily work for us because of the way we're made of the way we're programmed to just be highly sensitive or intuitive people with businesses so I think that it's a really nice messages for listeners regarding the double mission uplifting humanity but also the self-care and taking care of yourself and honoring who you are as a soul very much so yeah I I get that because we're so conditioned to push, 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 particularly in business and entrepreneurship, right? To do, do, do and keep going. And but how do you re-nourish? I mean, the soul 
yeah we can only give from a space that's filled Mm -hmm. so the soul will speak in other ways and remind us right about the ebb and flow and yeah honoring you're right the sensitivity of spiritual entrepreneurs I think that's a really strong message yeah that you know re-nourish replenish and that there's medicine and in the quiet non-doing right right yes and then I love the last sentence where it says your presence and unique light is needed that's a great reminder to keep doing what you're doing keep pushing through if you know the personal growth that entrepreneurship brings about is so important and Hopefully this podcast supports you and you are in communities such as Emma's membership, where there's a beautiful community of people who are supportive and kind and loving and on the same path. So they have compassion for one another. Thank you so much, Emma for being with me today. It was so much fun and I look forward for you to come back again yeah I'd be honored it is fun it is for maybe from England right I can share a different perspective it's you'll have to visualize that because it's audio but that would be fun it would yes mm. and the energies that come to you from there right right something may well unfold but thank you for inviting me back for allowing me to share and just for for all that you do and share Michelle thank you for the podcast Oh, thank you. Thank you again for being a very willing and open first guest. You are welcome. Aloha. Aloha. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.